Hello everybody, good evening. This week is Parashas B'chukaisai, and we are going to continue discussing the halachas of Refuah on Shabbos. This is part four. So last week we began discussing the concept of someone who's sick, but there's no uh, threat to life, and mechosh, uh, meaning someone who is not sick, but they're suffering from pain due to an ailment or anything else. And they both have very different halachas on Shabbos. So first, let's qualify who is who. So achayla means someone who's sick enough to require going to bed. Now, this means any kind of sickness or pain, which is severe enough to warrant being in bed. So it can be a common cold, but it knocks you out, you know, or it could be a flu, but it doesn't knock you out. So then, then it's not, a, then you're not achayla shem others, even though you're sick, a quote unquote, but you're you're on the recovery and you're walking around and you don't feel like you need to be in bed. So even though you're officially sick, but you wouldn't have the status of a chayla sheim b'sakana. Uh, it can be a cut or a burn, which is lo'elenu, so severe that you can't, you can't uh, function. And you either need to lie down or even if you don't need to, lying down doesn't make a difference. But being that you can't function and it's encompassing everything, that also would qualify the person as a chayla. And another important point is that a child, <clears throat> up till 13 for a boy or 12 for a girl, is always considered a chayla. So a, a child has an automatic status as a chayla sheim b'sakana. So Chazal allowed a chayla sheim b'sakana to take a medication on Shabbos or Yantiv and to likewise perform acts, which are for the sake of healing themselves, even if it's not specifically a medication, but it's different kinds of things that a person's doing for healing purposes, whatever they may be, as long as no malacha is involved. And also they allowed you to ask a non-Jew straight directly to do something for you on Shabbos, even something which is an Isra Darai. So you can ask a non-Jew to do it for you for, uh, or for the sake of someone who is sick. So those are the two dispensations given to someone who is truly sick, like we were describing, or a child. A, is that allowed to take medication or do things for the sake of medication or for the sake of refuah, for, or for healing themselves, and they can ask a non-Jew directly to do something for them. Now, even the, but even if someone does have the status of they're sick, sick in bed, no isr min may be done, so they can't do anything that's also you know, biblically, one of the Lamentas Malachis, or nor can any isra banan be done. So refuah is, is an exception, but otherwise you can't be, you can't, transgress any Isser Drabanan, even Muktza. And that's what sets this category apart from the previous category of Sakana Saver when there was a limb at risk, Chas uh, V'Shalom, loss of use or, or function of a, of a limb. There you're even allowed to do directly an Isser Drabanan as necessary, as we described in the past weeks. But for, for this, you can't. You can't do an Isra Durban or an Isra Durban. The only two things you can do is refuah uh, or asking a, a non-Jew. So therefore, let's say, for example, you need to take your temperature and you're, you're sure that it's not a life-threatening. You know that it's not a life-threatening situation, but you do want to take temperature. So you can't use a digital thermometer because that is a possible Durban Isra. 
However, if you have an old-fashioned mercury-style thermometer, it's not, they don't use mercury anymore, but whatever it is, if you have that old-fashioned thermometer that you have to shake down and take, so that, even though essentially that should be an Isser Drabana because you're measuring and you're not a measure when it comes to Shabbos Yantav, but that is, has its own dispensation for the sake of someone who's sick, for the sake of a mitzvah. There's, there's a number of exceptions when you're allowed to measure, and this is one of them. So you would be allowed to use an old-fashioned thermometer to measure if, uh, if you have fever and like was you allowed to measure medication if when you have to do that measuring is allowed so you wouldn't be allowed to use a digital one because it's either nisar or nisar but you would be allowed to use the old-fashioned and it's a good idea to keep an old-fashioned thermometer around um another you know so and also if you want to ask a non-jew to take your temperature so it's one thing if they like you know they just put that thing against your forehead so they're doing it but if like they have to put something in your mouth then it's you doing it. So it's not really going to help you. Maybe for a little child it would help. But for, for them, to put it in your mouth is, doesn't change. That's still you doing the act. So that wouldn't help so much to have a non-Jew do it. Uh, another case uh, where this is relevant is if someone is sick um, or a child is sick and needs a cream to be applied. So a cream has another problem. It's a, a possible isodoraisa or at least a drabonon of memareach of smoothing. And that's a, a serious problem. So there are two ways you can get around this, essentially. One is you can either uh, squirt the, the cream onto the spot and just put a bandage on it without like trying to, to spread it and smooth it out. So that would be allowed. Or you can put, spread out the cream on a bandage before Shabbos and put it into like a um, plastic bag so that it remains moist and then just put the bandage on on Shabbos. Again, that's refua, that is healing. So you would only be allowed to do that if you have, either for a child or if the person has the status of a chayla, the person is sick. Uh, for a pain or some a discomfort, you wouldn't be allowed to do that. But uh, even when a person is sick or for a child, you can only do it if you, ta- if you can find a way around this problem of smoothing. Um, so this is only good when it's on a very specific area. A lot of times a child needs cream applied over a large area. Yeah, if they have a bad case of eczema uh, or anything like that, and they need, they need a, lot, a lot of cream applied. So then there's really no other way to do it other than having a non-Jew do it. So that would have to be arranged to have a non-Jew come and help with that. But the, otherwise it can't really be done on Shabbos and Yantiv. Um, Yantiv Sheni, the second day of Yantiv, if the second day of Yantiv is not Shabbos, which sometimes that's what happens, but if the second day of Yantiv is not Shabbos, and also Rosh Hashanah is an exception to this, so the second day Yantiv, Shavuos, Pesach, Sukkot, Shrina, Tzeres, Achrenshel Pesach, the second day of Yantiv, if it's not Shabbos, is very lenient when it comes to medications. It's a very interesting, specific leniency when it comes to the second day of Yantiv, and you are allowed to take medication no matter what, and it's also lenient regarding uh, cream. So you can apply cream on on, uh, the second day of Yantiv. So that's a a good leniency to be aware of. One question I'm often asked about is migraine headaches, uh, meaning a person knows, you know, their ailments. So they know when they're having certain symptoms that they might not have a migraine headache yet, but it's coming on. So they know that like uh, they have the beginning of a headache or they have other kinds of symptoms like flashes or, or dizziness. And they know that a migraine is about to happen. And if they get a migraine, it's going to flatten them. So are they allowed to take medication to ward it off? To can start taking Excedrin so that it doesn't happen. They're not sick yet, but they know they will get sick. The answer is yes, you can do that.
that as well. There are certain things you can do when you know you're in the process of getting sick. You can prevent, you don't have to wait until you're actually sick. You can prevent it from happening. But a typical headache would not allow someone to take uh, Tylenol or aspirin or whatever other medication unless it's a real bad headache that inca- incapacitates you. But otherwise, um, if you can function, then you would have to unfortunately suffer and not take the medication. You could hold ice to your head or to a burn uh, or to anything else because that is an example of something which is not medicating, so it's not medicine, and it's not even called an act of refua because it doesn't really do anything. It just cools you down. So you're allowed to cool yourself down on Shabbos. So that's what you'd be allowed to do. You'd be allowed to hold a pack of ice to your head, to a burn, to a cut, or anything like that, or put your finger into cold water. That's allowed. And next week, Bez Hashem will continue um, discussing the different applications of medica- medication on Shabbos and some of the exceptions where we are allowed to take medication on Shabbos, like, for example, when you have a regimen, when you've been taking for a while, and so on and so forth.